0: This is The Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama, unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. A bill has been pre-filed ahead of the Alabama legislative session that would put a ban on smoking or vaping inside a car when a child is also there. State Representative Rolanda Hollis has introduced this particular bill before, starting back in 2020. The bill would impose a fine of no higher than $100 for those who break the law. Hollis says the little lungs of children do not need to be exposed to secondhand smoke and that her bill would help take a step in improving the health of children here in the state. An Alabama congressman is encouraging a ban on the TikTok app in all states, but also for Americans to take it further and stop using the China Connected app in their own personal lives. Congressman Dale Strong believes that a blanket ban on the app from a federal level for government officials should send a message to parents and other people that using that app has risks in terms of data security and psychological manipulation. Strong says that Americans don't need for the government to tell them how bad the app is in order for them to make their own personal move to avoid it. Strong emphasized that those who don't want more government involvement in their lives should not be letting the Chinese government track all of their movement and information. The CEO of Visit Dothan was in an Iowa courtroom this week where he received an 18-month prison sentence for bank fraud. Aaron McCrate took the job in Dothan after he left his position in Iowa, where the bank fraud began. Now the Visit Dothan Board of Directors have accepted McCrate's resignation following the prison sentencing. The Board of Directors still give McCrate credit for a job well done here in Alabama, despite his legal woes in another state. McCrate did plead guilty to the bank fraud charges when it involved a music festival that he was in charge of that turned out to not generate the money that was projected to bankers. This left many vendors unpaid. We're now finding out more details related to a wrongful death lawsuit against the Walker County Sheriff's Office. The mother of Anthony Mitchell has filed the lawsuit against the sheriff and other staff within that department. The lawsuit claims that Mitchell froze to death while in the custody of the Walker County Sheriff and that Mitchell was likely placed in a restraint chair and placed somewhere in frigid conditions for hours. This statement comes after Mitchell was taken to a nearby hospital days after his arrest where his body temperature was recorded at 72 degrees. That's where Mitchell ultimately died. The lawyer for the family says that if the sheriff's office has nothing to hide, then all the videos of Mitchell should be preserved and released to the public. Security video footage of Mitchell being carried from the sheriff facility to a transport vehicle was revealed to ABC 3340 News from a whistleblower within the department. The identity of the two pilots that were killed in a helicopter crash on Wednesday in Madison are now revealed. Chief Warrant Officers Daniel Wadham and Danny Randolph were in the UH UH-60 Blackhawk helicopter that crashed near Highway 52. Both men were part of the Tennessee Army National Guard. The flight was part of a training exercise. The flight originated out of Berry Field in Nashville. Starting next week, high school students who want to apply to an Alabama school of higher learning can do so without paying the college application fee. The 2023 spring college application campaign runs from February 20th to the 24th. There are dozens of colleges and universities and vocational schools here in the state that are participating in waiving this fee. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, another train derailment occurred on Thursday in an area outside of Detroit, Michigan. About six rail cars went off the tracks based on helicopter video of that derailment. Officials within the railway company say that only one of the cars connected to that train was carrying hazardous materials and that there's no sign of leakage or damage there. When it comes to train derailments, Ohio Senator J.D. Vance was on the ground in East Palestine on Thursday. Where the toxic dump and fire took place a few days ago, following a train derailment, Vance called on the administrator of the Environmental Protection Agency, Michael Reagan, to come to that area and drink the tap water in public as proof that it is safe for the residents' consumption. Uh, Look, I I think that if the EPA administrator wants to stand here and tell people that the tap water is safe, by all means, uh, they should be willing to drink it. Are you... Meanwhile, a resident of East Palestine is calling on the U.S. Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, to step down from his job. The resident spoke exclusively to Breitbart News. Most people did not take any precautions because no one from the federal level gave any precautions. There was nothing, there was no advice or anything. It was just like, all right, we are going to do a controlled nuke of your town, okay? Mm -hmm. And look over here while the whole cloud over the whole town is just black going, oh, it's definitely not toxic. Don't, don't don't worry about a thing. People are like, I oh, can't breathe. Other people are coughing. I'm getting stomach abdomen pain that I've never had in my life. 33 years, never had in my entire life. And all of a sudden it's there. But don't worry, it has nothing to do with the toxic chemicals. Not at all. Pete uh you should step down. That's the truth. Um, you're not very good at your job at all. In fact, you stink. Uh, Biden, the truth is, Biden's not really there. We know that. Uh, it's like Weekend at Bernie's with him. So uh, Biden, whatever. The U.S. Supreme Court has decided to consider a lawsuit involving the 2020 election that originally was declined in early January. The lawsuit comes from the state of Utah and attorney Rayland Brunson. Brunson contends that most members of Congress, along with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, have violated their oaths of office by refusing to investigate the election fraud evidence that was presented before the certification of the College of Electors. Brunson maintains that this nullifies the inauguration of Biden and Harris. Brunson argues that without penalty for election officials who violate their oath of office, there's no point in even having oaths made at all. They're essentially worthless. The case amazingly made it to the U.S. Supreme Court on a fast-track appeal that deviates from the normal appellate practice. After the court declined to hear it in January, Brunson filed a petition for reconsideration, and he now has a private conference scheduled with the nine justices for him to state his case. It only takes four justices to vote in favor of Brunson's argument moving to a full hearing. The chairman of CPAC, Matt Schlapp, is calling on the CEOs of AT&T and DirecTV to reinstate Newsmax in their satellite news program. In a letter to the group, Schlapp says that CPAC is deeply concerned at the latest actions of censorship by DirecTV to remove the news program that was meeting the needs of conservatives. Schlapp referred to conservatives as the single largest underserved market of information consumers in the U.S. CPAC itself is one of the largest and most influential conservative political action conferences in the U.S. Well, it was only a matter of time. The Russian government is now demanding that the U.S. offer proof that Joe Biden and other government and military officials were not involved in the bombing and sabotage of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Russian China and Germany leaders are now calling for an investigation into the matter, saying it qualifies as an act of international terrorism. Igor Gorenko from the Russian embassy here in the U.S. says it demands a comprehensive and independent investigation. This all comes after a report was issued last week on Substack by investigative reporter Seymour Hersh, in which Hersh detailed the plans and actions of U.S. Navy divers to plant the underwater explosives. Hirsch also said that Joe Biden made it easier for this plan to skirt the necessary congressional approval when Joe Biden alluded to it indirectly to a reporter back in 2022. Let me answer the first question first. If Germany, if uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh, the the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer. Nord North Stream 2, we we will bring an end to it. But, do, but how, will you, how will you do that exactly, since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. There are two amazing stories you need to hear about as we head into the weekend. A teenage girl was found alive in the earthquake rubble in the country of Turkey, 10 days after earthquakes toppled over 5,000 buildings and killed over 25,000 people. And in the state of Kentucky, a revival has started among college students at Asbury University. It's now grown in size due to other students learning about it through social media and traveling to the state to take part. What first started as a chapel meeting on February 8th on the campus of Asbury University never ended. Students decided they were going to stay and quietly repent, intercede, and pray for this nation, and they have officially not closed down that service or left the chapel one week later. listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been the Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.